listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast. This series provides helpful hints for diet and lifestyle changes focusing on heart health. If you have a new diagnosis or just discharged from the hospital, it can be overwhelming to understand all the recommendations on eating and exercising once you're on your way back home. Take a listen to VA dietitians as they provide helpful hints on protecting your heart and keeping our nation's heroes home and healthy. Hi everyone, my name is Ryan Santana Hart and I'm a registered dietitian for Northern California VA. I've been with the VA for a little under two years and I've been working as a dietitian for over six years. I'm part of this great team called Transition of Care. This dynamic team is made up of nursing case managers, pharmacy, and social work. Our team wants to ensure that the needs of veterans upon discharge from an outside hospital are being met. Now what's unique about my position is I'm currently the only dietitian in this role for Northern California. This means I have the privilege to work with veterans from all over Northern California. Our team supports veterans with safe discharge plans who have recently been admitted to community hospitals. Now I understand how hard it can be in the hospital, and then you get discharged home with so much information. And this can be overwhelming and may not be the easiest to understand all the recommendations and directions you have been given, especially when you're not feeling that great. That is why this whole series is called Heart to Home. We at the VA are here to take care of our nation's heroes and we want you to be at home and healthy. Now my number one goal is to ensure veterans feel supported with their health once they have been discharged home. And of course, we do not want veterans to end up back in the hospital. I absolutely love working with veterans and I get the opportunity to talk to many veterans throughout the day and week. Now, Heart Health Month is celebrated every year in February, but heart health is important to focus on every day. And on today's episode, I'm going to focus on veterans who are newly diagnosed with congestive heart failure, CHF, or those who are having issues with already existing CHF. So with CHF, your heart is not pumping blood as well as it should, causing blood to back up in the veins. You may feel short of breath, fatigued, and have swelling called edema from fluid buildup around the heart, lungs, or legs. Okay, so maybe you've had some of this in the hospital or some of these symptoms, and then you get sent home. Now what? Hopefully you've been set up with a follow-up with your primary care physician. We also hope that you are aware that a dietitian can review some lifestyle and diet changes that can help with heart health and help you feel better. But most importantly, help assist you in not making a return trip to the hospital because we all know that it is no vacation. So what are some things you can do to help manage your CHF? I'm going to review a few lifestyle changes that may help you manage your CHF. Let's start out with limiting your sodium. A high sodium diet may cause the body to retain water. In return, it causes the heart to work harder to pump out the extra water. And this may also raise your blood pressure. 
So a great way to limit your sodium is by managing your intake, the foods that you eat, by focusing on foods that are considered real foods and eating less processed foods. What is a real food, you may ask? Well, it's something that comes straight from the plant or animal and can typically be found in nature. So this includes protein sources such as poultry, fish, eggs, beef, pork, Greek yogurt, non-starchy vegetables, fruit, nuts, and seeds, as well as whole grains, just to list a few, versus things that are considered heavily processed foods such as fast food, TV dinners, frozen meals, box foods or meals, processed meats, snack cakes, potato chips, etc. You might notice that most of these foods are found in packages and on the shelves. Typically, when people are consuming too much sodium, it is because they're consuming too many heavily processed foods. Another option to decrease your sodium is using alternative seasonings instead of salt. This is just one way to cut back on the salt that you actually eat. Some examples that you could use are garlic powder or seasonings that are specifically made with no salt that come in different flavors and varieties. You can use fresh herbs, dried spices, fresh lemon and lime. You can even get creative and make your own spice blend. For example, let's say you want more of an Italian flavor. An Italian blend of spices could be mixing onion powder, garlic powder, oregano, and basil. Mix that all together and then add it to whatever dish you're preparing. Maybe you want more of a stir-fry blend flavor. Mix some onion powder, garlic powder, ground ginger, and black pepper. Have fun with this. You may find a new favorite seasoning or seasoning blend to use on your favorite foods. Another thing that you want to focus on is choosing unseasoned, fresh or frozen meats or vegetables. And this will allow you to have more control of the types of seasonings you add to your food. Something that's quick and easy would be grab a steamer bag of vegetables. And they can be a great low sodium option that you can throw in the microwave or cook in your preferred method. Add some of your favorite seasonings, maybe some olive oil and voila. Now you have a new dish that was quick and easy. The other area you wanna focus on limiting and also look at are canned foods. And you wanna keep this to a minimum. But when you do use them, look for cans that say low sodium or no salt added. Now, if you're eating out, see if the food can be prepared without salt or cut back on how often you eat out. Remember, small changes can add up to bigger health outcomes. One of your friends is going to be the nutrition label on the back of your foods. Nutrition labels are a great tool to use when deciding what foods to purchase. You're going to look for the salt content of foods under the section called sodium, which will be listed in milligrams, MG. A trick is to look for foods that have less than 140 milligrams of sodium per serving and avoid foods that are 300 or more milligrams of sodium per serving. So let's review that one more time. We look at our nutrition fact label. We find the section that says sodium, which will be listed in milligrams mg. Look for foods that have less than 140 milligrams of sodium per serving and avoid foods that have 300 or more milligrams of sodium. Many physicians will recommend limiting sodium to around 2,000 milligrams when you are dealing with congestive heart failure. 
The other important thing to keep in mind when looking at nutrition fact label is the serving size. The serving size will be important to ensure you're not eating more than you want. If there are certain foods that you really enjoy that happen to be high in sodium, just try to consume those foods in moderation and be mindful of the amount. Some other tips that may help you manage your congestive heart failure symptoms or catch issues is watching your weight. Recording daily weights will be important to ensure your body doesn't have a lot of fluid retention or buildup. Call your doctor or CHF care team if you gain three pounds in one day or five pounds in one week. Now, if you feel like weight loss is something you'd like to pursue to reduce symptoms, just remember that we want to take a conservative approach and avoid crash diets. A weight loss of one to 2% per week is reasonable for most. Your VA dietitian can help you build an individualized plan. Another component that will help with your heart is physical activity, and that is any movement that you are able to do. Any movement is good movement and can help your heart stay strong. You want to start slowly and make sure you talk to your doctor about how much activity is right for you. Keep in mind that increasing your activity and exercise does not mean that you have to go out there and start training for a marathon. In fact, the largest reductions in risk simply come from sitting less and being less sedentary. So find something that's fun and interesting to you and take small steps towards including more of that physical activity into your lifestyle. You want to avoid overworking your heart with activities that may cause you to feel dizzy, short of breath, or have chest discomfort. Now recently, I was just talking to one of my fellow dietitians and she shared a wonderful success story from the veteran she'd been working with. This particular person had been in and out of the hospital multiple times with some of those symptoms we discussed earlier for congestive heart failure. He finally decided to take matters into his own hand and reach out to his registered dietitian to get some support. He started watching his fluid and taking steps to decrease his sodium and using seasonings that had no sodium added. He said it helped keep the swelling down and they also ended up having way less hospital admissions. So keep in mind that small changes over time add up to big health benefits. We have a great team of registered dietitians who can individualize a plan that is right for you and work to support you in reaching your health goals for improved quality of life. Now, I hope this information provided you with some ideas on how to manage your congestive heart failure. And if you want more information on your health, keep tuning in. Thank you for listening to Fresh Focus. Please like, subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thanks for your time.